street squad boy do i feel silly i just filmed the whole 30 minute podcast and i didn't have my microphone plugged in so oh man do i feel silly thanks for joining us i'm your host adam and uh once again my other sidekick over here kevin is not with us again this week and that's mainly because the weather has not cooperated with us the past two weeks when we usually do our street smart youth group and our street smart podcast which this podcast right here so i've just been doing it solo and today we're not in our studio we are in my office so please i apologize for the mess or the lighting or anything like that um i don't have it quite set up like it should be but i just wanted to put out some content because really that's what we're all about we want to put out more content and we want to put out more of god's word speaking of god's word in today's bible breakdown we're going to go through james chapter one and for anybody who doesn't know who James is, James is the brother of Jesus. So I'm guessing he's probably got some pretty good stuff to write down. He grew up with the guy. He's been around him his whole life. So let's dive right into it with our faith and endurance. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come our way, consider it an opportunity of great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Simple as that. Troubles come, be happy about it. <laughs> Whoa, pump the brakes, Adam, let's look into this. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Difficulties and temptations are facts of life for everyone. So we're going to be tempted just like we talked about last week and challenges are going to come and they're not fun. Boy, they are not fun. That is just part of life. You deal with it. Let's get through it. How do we get through that? As we face difficult times, our attitudes can make all the difference. Have a good attitude about what's coming and it'll be better. Now that's easier said than done. We're not always going to be able to make it with a good attitude. I know I have a bad attitude a lot. At least I'm told that from my wife uh um i do i get a bad attitude about a lot of things you know things don't go my way i get grumpy i get grouchy well james hits a nail on the head right here it says your attitude is really going to determine your the outcome of all this stuff it's really going to determine how we deal with this this is hardly our natural reaction to painful situations to have joyful as to be joyful as we face difficulties it's hardly our nature and our natural reaction to painful situations to be just joyful about it. Because sometimes it hurts. It really does. It's a lot of things. It's like, you want me to be happy about this? It's hard. It's hard. But we got to try to take that and build our faith and build our endurance. Because when we do that, it says what? We will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Well, guess who knew we weren't going to be perfect? Jesus. He died on that cross to forgive us of those sins, of those things that we just get so angry and sad about. 
So we got to put all our faith in him. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person who is divided, who has divided loyalty, is an unsettled, is unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Man, is that not true? How many times have we scolded ourselves for making an unwise decision? Boy, that's me on a daily basis. Every minute of every day I'm going, stupid, stupid, stupid. Man, I scold myself. How many times a day do we do that? All of us have made wrong decisions that have less that uh, that have led to frustration and desperation, ultimately affecting our relationships with God and others. James reminds us that when we ask God for wisdom, he is more than willing to give it. Since God is the source of all wisdom, unwise decisions can be drastically reduced by turning to him for guidance. We do this by studying God's word, being taught by those who are gifted within the body of Christ and having regular times of prayer. Man, how many times do I got to say, there's a lot of people out there to say, well, I'm a Christian, but they, they're half in and half out. Don't be that lukewarm Christian. Don't do it. It just, it look, you look silly. You look really silly. If you're going to be about it, then be about it. If you're going to talk about it, be about it. Walk the walk, talk to talk, talk to talk, walk the walk, all that stuff. But my biggest thing is if you're about it, then be about it. Don't be half in and half out. You cannot do that. You will get railroaded. You will get ran, stomped into the mud. If not right now, eventually you will get smashed. You don't want to get smashed. If you're going to talk about it, then be about it. That's what James is trying to say here. If you're going to be about it, be about it. You know, the loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. You can't you can't love two masters. Got to have one. You got to serve one. Serve God. You can't be in the world and be in God and expect the same result. It doesn't work that way. Believe me, I've tried it. I've fell on my face. I've been stomped in the mud. I have been smashed. I have been railroaded. I have done it all. I am telling you, you can't be half in and half out. It just doesn't work that way. Believers who are poor have something to boast about. Whoa. Man, last time I was, I'm not saying I'm wealthy now because I ain't. I'm still poor. And I still ain't found out what I was supposed to brag about. But I'm learning. I am learning Man, I have so much. I have a house. I have a wife. I have two beautiful, precious daughters that I'm so proud of. I have so much. I have my God first and foremost. My God. I couldn't ask for anything else. For God has, they the poor the poor have something to boast about. For God has honored them, and those who are rich should boast that God has humbled them. God has blessed you with what you have. Thank God he has humbled you and blessed you with what you have. 
He's not saying you can't be rich. He's not saying you can't be successful, but you better be grateful to the one who blessed you with that. Because we're going to go on, and those who are rich should boast that God has humbled them. They will fade away like a little flower in the field. The hot sun rises and the grass withers. The little flowers drop. The little flower drops and falls, and its beauty fades away. In the same way, the rich will fade away with all of their achievements. Everything will be gone. Everything gone. Once you're gone, everything's gone. You don't get to take it with you, and you go. What do you? They don't have a trailer hitch on a hearse. Hmm. Be thankful for what you have, because it's not going to matter when you're gone. Nothing is going to matter once you're gone except for you will be in heaven with Christ. God blesses those who are who patiently. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say God has tempted me. Don't blame God. I am so that was, oh, that was me. That was one of them, oh, that was me. Before I got on my walk, my faith, before I put 100% into Christ, I blamed him for everything. I said he forgot about me. I said he hated me. I said he was a mean kid with a magnifying glass. I said all the bad things about God because I thought he forgot about me. And when he drop kicked me in the throat, he said, I didn't forget about you, brother. I did not forget about you, son. I love you, and I'm bringing you through this to build you up for what's coming. And I'm going to continue to do that until you come home to me. And all that stuff that was making your life really hard, those bad decisions, those bad things you were doing, all the sinning you were doing, he didn't do that. No, God doesn't do that. God doesn't do tempt evil. He doesn't do that. That is Satan. That is the prince. That is the king of this world. Satan pushes you to that stuff because he wants you to wants to make you feel that God hates you, that this stuff will make you feel better. No, it doesn't. So God will not tempt you. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us to drag and which entice us and drag us away. The desires give birth to sinful actions. And when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. So don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down from God our Father, who created all lights in heaven. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word. And we, out of all creation, became his prized possessions. We are God's pride possession. Nothing else. Nothing else. Us, people, humans, we're all his prized possessions. Every single last one of us. Do we act like it? No, we don't. We don't act like his prized possession. We act like last in show. To be honest, that's a 4 H word, last in show. We need to act like his prized possession because that's how he treats us, like his prized possession. But we treat him like dirt. We don't need to do that anymore. Stop doing that. We see, we see here that all truly wise decisions are rooted in vital faith in God. Faith is, faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. God wants us to make progress in spiritual growth. 
when we ask God to help us make wise decision, we can make the request without the trace of doubt, fully believing that whatever we ask for in faith will be granted. God will supply the wisdom we need to make the right decision. Little here, little deal here from A.W. Tozer, which was a Canadian pastor and author. God may allow his servant to succeed when he has disciplined him to a point where he does not need to succeed to be happy. Meaning you don't need all that junk to be happy, you just need God. The man who is elated by success and is cast down by failure is still a carnal man. At best, his fruit will have a worm in it. Let that sink in. Perspective. Let that sink in. Let's finish this up with listening and doing. Understand this, brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Pump the brakes, hit, stop, dead end. Do what? Shut this, open this, and don't get so... uh. Boy, that's easier said than done, isn't it? I know a lot of us out there that really have an anger issue. Me included. I'm raising my hand, too. Be slow to listen. I'm sorry. Don't listen to me. Be slow to talk, quick to listen, slow to anger. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires, so get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word of God, the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. But do not listen to God's word, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. If you're going to talk about it, be about it. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. For it is, for if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing your face in the mirror. You see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, And if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. If you claim to be religious, don't be, don't control. Oh, sorry. If you claim to be religious, but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God, the father means caring for orphans and widows and their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. God just defined what the perfect religion is. Helping out orphans and widows and not letting the world corrupt you. But there are so many religions with more rules. Well, he just put it out right there. Follow the rules in this book. That's it. Not man-made rules by man-made religions. Sorry, that's my two cents. I'm just saying, don't do it. When you control... Oh, man. I think about this. Who is in control of your lives? Is it God? Is it another person? Is it an overpowering emotion? Do you let your emotions control you? Do your emotions take the wheel of your life? (laughs) I know a lot of people that do. Mine do sometimes. The issue of control is vital to our spiritual growth. For some of us, the emotion of anger is overpowering. (laughs) Know a lot of that. I don't really have... I get angry, but not, not, not bad like I've seen. James advises us to learn to listen to have self-control and to be patient not letting anger control our actions in any situation everyone feels anger we all get angry god wants us to release our anger in appropriate ways 
Okay, let's write down some appropriate ways we can get rid of our angers. How about going outside, screaming at a wall, a tree, uh, the grass, um, hollering at your cows, I don't know, uh, putting your face in a pillow, screaming like that, punching a heavy bag, uh, exercise, running, jogging, swimming, whatever, pacing, I don't know, what. however you can get that anger out without ripping somebody's head off and spitting down their throat, James and God are advising, God is advising you get rid of that anger appropriately. And we all have a big, because we, oh, nothing feels better than just, oh, really letting it out on somebody and they just get, feel about this big, right? Man, no, don't do it because we don't like it when it happens to us. So James is saying, as long as we, we're going to be angry, we're going to get angry. That's given. We're going to be angry. It's going to happen. Somebody's going to hack us off. But we, what we do with that anger, that's what's important to God. Even when we feel out of control, he can help us in help us maintain our composure. He can give us the strength and wisdom to think and listen before we speak and act. That's a big one. Think and listen before you speak and act. A lot of times we don't do that, man. We look like idiots. As we try to make an honest personal evaluation, some of us may have nothing to measure our attitudes and actions against. We may never have had a good role models to follow. Here, James reminds us that God's word functions like a mirror in our lives as we read it we are given a clear picture of what god wants us to be like it shows us where we don't measure up to god's intended plan and provides us provides a means of spiritual reflection that is true but james also warns us not to stop after reflecting honestly on our lives we cannot look into god's word and only walk away to forget what we saw there god doesn't want us to just see the truth. He wants us to change our lives in keeping with his commands. Man, how many, ah, man, that really goes in like, you see people act a certain way on Sunday and then six days out of the week, man, they're out of control maniacs. <laughs> yeah, It's because they looked into God's word and then totally forgot it when they walked out the door. That's what James is saying. Don't just look into the word and then forget it as soon as you close your Bible. Write that in your hearts and in your brains. Write that in your hearts and in your brains and take it with you wherever you go. If that means taking your Bible with you wherever you go and you get into a situation or you get angry or you get depressed or you get tempted or you da-da-da-da-da-da, you first pray about it, then open your Bible if you need that instruction manual. That's what it's there for. And they don't make just giant Bibles like I have. They have um, little Bibles, everything. Your phone has a Bible app on it. Yet sometimes we act like it ain't there. Open the owner's manual here, and I promise it'll help you. I have to do it a lot. I take like I take this Bible, I take a smaller Bible, and I take my phone. Do I use it every day? No. Do I pray about it all the time? No. But I need to get better at it. I need to get better at it. We need to get better at it, and that's why we need each other as like-minded Christians to fellowship and talk about this stuff. Sometimes it helps just to call your brother or sister and say, hey, um, man, I just got about to fly off the handle. I need somebody to talk to, and I promise they will be there to talk to you. So that really sums it up. And, and you know, some of us are talking about, you know, well, sometimes it's just so hard, and, and I I just, I'm, I'm out of gas. I don't know. I'm out of gas emotionally. Um, I still don't know where to turn. Well, good thing we have Matthew. Matthew in chapter 11, or verse 11, chapter 28 says, Come to me all who are, Weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. 
Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come to me all who are burdened and weary, some of it heavy laden. All this oh, Jesus is saying, Come to me, bring it to me, I will take it from you. I want to take it from you, and I will give you rest. So do that. In Isaiah chapter 43 verses 2 through 3 when you go through deep waters and great trouble i will be with you when you go through the rivers of difficulty you will not drown when you walk through the fire of oppression you will not be burned up the flames will not consume you for i am your lord your god guys it's saying right all here in james matthew isaiah throughout this entire bible god saying come to him bring him all your junk bring him all your stuff get rid of it leave it at the cross and let's get through it, guys. Um, and let's build our endurance with faith. Let's build our faith. Let's build our endurance. Let's do it together. Let's do it together. Let me know how I'm doing here. Let me know if there's anything else you guys want to talk about, what you want to go through. Hit me up. Hit me up on all social medias. PM me. Email me. Do whatever it is. We'll go over all that at the end. But I think really, guys, what James is really telling us to do is we need to... Settle down. We just need to settle down. Open our ears, shut our mouths, even when it makes us angry, even it's when somebody's saying something we don't want to hear. Let's be slow to anger and quick to listen. Let's be slow to speak. Let's do let's just let's just take a time. Maybe that can be our assignment for this week is let's just slow down and listen. Let's listen to not what everybody else is trying to tell us, but let's listen to what God's trying to tell us, number one. Open this up, see what he's trying to say, and let's follow his word. I love you guys, and I'm going to end with that. Um, Don't forget to go uh, to our YouTube channel. Hit that bell notification. You'll get notified every time we put a new video out. Also, hit that subscribe button. It'll help grow our channel and getting God's word out there. Hit us up on all social medias, Facebook, Instagram. That's all Street Smart Christian. Go there. Hit that like button. If you're not already following us, give us a follow. Share those videos. Share those bible verses and things that we're trying to get out there we really want to spread god's word go check us out on our website www.streetsmartchristian1.com uh, go on there you can enter to be a part of the street squad go on there you will get all the uh get your email on there you'll get emails on all of our notifications what we got going on with the youth group also it's so important that if you're a family of these youth groups we need to get your email address so we can let you know, like in the last couple of weeks, we've been having to cancel because of weather. So you don't just show up and start, you know, bad mouth and Kevin and I, I know you guys would never do that, right? If you can get on there, it'll notify you. It'll notify each and every one of you what, what we're doing, what we got coming up, what we're studying, what we're going to do. We got a blog on there. I'm going to get better at putting that on there, what we're studying in youth group, what I'm studying at home. We can get a conversation going. Let's get a conversation going on the comments. Let's get a conversation going with emails. And that's streetsmartchristian at gmail.com. That's just streetsmartchristian at gmail.com. Send us your questions. Send us uh, anything. You want us to pray for something? You want us to pray for something on air? You want us to do whatever? You want to be a guest? We're looking for guests. Melanie McKnight. Hmm. Melanie McKnight Photography was just on. Had Melanie on. It was a great time. She's going to be on again once we can get it going with me and Kevin. We're going on three weeks, Kevin. Really? 
Love you guys. I'm going to send us out in prayer, and we will. Uh, I'm going to try to get another one out. These kicked out tomorrow. Today is Friday. I may try to get in the studio tomorrow, get another one kicked out. Uh, I'm going to look for stuff to, to go off. If there's anything you want to talk about or anything you'd like to hear me talk about or any kind of situation you'd like me to hit up in the Bible, let me know. I love you guys. Let's pray. Father God, we love you so much, and I just thank you for the opportunity to get to dive into your word each and every day, Father. I love you so much. We all love you so much, Father. We just ask that you be with each and every one of us and use us as a mighty tool in your big toolbox. We just ask you to help us walk like you more every day, to go out there and be great fishers of men, to make disciples of all nations. Father, we love you again and again, and it's your precious and powerful name. We pray these things. I love you. Amen. Love you guys. Gang. Thank you.